it's Bella Networking Guru, the networking speaker and the networking expert. You are listening to episode five of Turn Coffee Into Client podcast show. In this episode, I'll be sharing with you actually some personal sharing to why I decided to launch a podcast show. I work as a professional keynote speaker specializing in business networking. Event organizers and conferences hire me as their speaker for their events. If you'd like more information or to meet me in person, visit the website turncoffeeintoclients.com and actually you'll see I have a podcast launch on Monday the 17th of February. So I invite you to come along. Book your tickets early because tickets are selling out. So why did I launch a podcast channel? Well, to start with, I'd like to be honest with you. It really had nothing to do with podcast per se. It had to do with the fact that I wanted to push myself and create a big goal. A big goal that would challenge me of an industry I didn't know. And that's why I launched the podcast channel. Yes, the secondary reason was it is an incredible global platform to increase online branding. And more importantly, I have so much content on networking because I'm highly passionate about networking. Sometimes at a networking event, I know I teach my clients the art of networking to grow their business. But sometimes behind the scenes, I actually listen more than I talk because I aim to seek what challenges and struggles delegates in the networking room are facing. And literally when I get home 10 o'clock at night, when the networking event finishes at nine, I get out my notebook and I start writing. So I do have a pastime as a writer and I do hope to become an author. So you could imagine I've been a networking guru and a networking speaker for 10 years. So can you imagine how many notebooks I have? It's ridiculous. Sometimes I think my next dream should be to launch branded notebooks. There's nothing I don't know about notebooks. So the dream was just before Christmas, I've got all this content. I've got a voice, I'm a speaker, why don't I launch a podcast? So what actually happened was, this dream began to be bigger than I anticipated. Why? I did not know what a podcast really was, I'll be honest with you. It's a little bit like saying, you know what an elephant is, but because we watch so much TV or we have access to so many videos like YouTube. Have you ever asked yourself, depending on where you live, because this is a global platform, have you ever seen an elephant? Because sometimes if you see it on the TV or you or on a video, YouTube, you think you've seen it. So I knew what a podcast was, but I did not really know what a podcast really was. So I saw it on YouTube and 
being a speaker and organizing my own seminars, I know the effort it takes. So it did cross my mind. I wonder what it takes for these guys to sit around a mic and start talking. And as I did my research, I realized, oh my goodness, holy crap. There is a lot involved in this podcast. So my heart goes out to the podcast hosts that really post on a regular basis and consistency because there is a lot involved in launching a podcast, let alone maintaining a podcast. So my hat goes off to all the podcast hosts out there. So as I started to research, again, I said to myself, holy crap, this is a lot of work. There is so much technology involved. There is so much content strategy planning. There's so much research into which podcast provider channel do you use, Spotify or Anchor. I had no idea because digital marketing actually is not my world. I've had to learn that as I go along. Networking is an offline marketing tool. It becomes online marketing when you use something like LinkedIn or maybe Instagram or Twitter to network. So I've taught myself that I'm good with online networking, but my digital marketing skills are not all that brilliant. I have been teaching myself as I have been going along. So during Christmas, when everybody was eating their mince pies, this is for our UK viewers because they know what mince pies is, or drinking Baileys, having a good time, I got out all my notebooks, I reviewed challenges that delegates had in the room, I reviewed my YouTube channel where I have a segment called Just Start Spella, all the questions entrepreneurs in my network asked to find out could I include this on a podcast channel? So content was not a problem. And I've actually got content all the way to summer, to the August bank holiday before the kids break up. Content's not a problem. As I decided to research more, because by this time and this point, when I've decided I'm going to do something, it immediately becomes a dream. So the podcast was very much about a dream, not the podcast itself. Nothing was going to stop me not achieving this dream. I did not have the techno technological mind of a podcast or a podcast host, but I was determined to set myself a goal. Actually, in fact, in January, before my birthday, which is January the 29th, so I actually launched my podcast way before January because I launched it the first episode on the 13th of January. So one thing I do want to share with the viewers is never doubt yourself. And I need to repeat this. Never doubt yourself if you have a dream that's emergent and about to grow. Never doubt yourself, how is this dream going to take place? What you need to focus on is the end result that you are going to achieve this. And that's what I did. 
Despite not being aware of podcast providers, the technology, the maintenance, the consistency, I created the vision that I was going to be a podcast host. I was going to call the podcast channel Turn Coffee Into Clients because that's what I believe in. It's the same content I share with my clients to grow their business. It's the same content I'm hired as a speaker. So the end result was perfectly there. I could literally touch, breathe, smell the end result. And that's what I focused on. And I have to thank the higher beings or my angels that they made this happen. But what I would like to say to you is, if you are going to launch a podcast, a few mistakes I made, research, talk to more other podcast hosts, their journey. I did my preliminary research, but it was around the Christmas period. So some of my colleagues were away. I had to do my own research on Google, YouTube, and look at the technology side of a podcast, especially editing especially converting an mp4 file into an audio file or just the audio file have to be an mp4 file also look at your artwork when your podcast channel goes live how do you want your branding and artwork to be represented luckily i had some of those branding skills so my Branding for Bella Network has been transparent and consistency across all my platforms. So if you go to the website turncoffeeintoclients.com, you'll see the consistent branding. If you go to my LinkedIn profile, search Bella Networking Guru, you'll see that my branding is across the board. So I literally picked that up and added that to the launch of my podcast. The other thing that I would really recommend that you take into account when you're launching your podcast, which I had a good creative mind on, was the launch. I already had in my mind how I was going to launch this podcast, how I would inform my followers and make a big shout about episode one and where you could find the podcast channels and you also have to bear in mind and this was important for me everybody likes to listen to information differently and there are so many technology choices out there you need to decide for your listeners and your audience what do they like do they prefer Spotify do they prefer SoundCloud are they Android users are they Apple users so when I was going through my process with technology, this was a bit of a hurdle. And I tended to think for myself, because I'm a type of YouTube viewer. I'm a visual person. I'm creative. I like to see. But hey, that's not really what a podcast channel is all about. It's about listening. So you might be listening to my podcast channel right now on the way to work on the way from work, running to meetings, or you might be employed on your lunch hour. And actually, guys, as feedback, I would love to know what time of day do you listen to my podcast? So that was really important. 
The other thing that's really, really important is you need to allow time for editing. What I learned early during the process of launching my podcast was there's three stages. Let's look at the end stage because that's always the easiest for me. I always start with the end because that's the biggest, most complicated stage with all the hurdles. How do you want your podcast channel to look? Then how will you launch it each week, each month, when your episodes go live? How will you communicate that to your followers? The middle stage is the maintenance and being consistent with your podcast episodes. Will you, you need to make a decision, will you launch new episodes weekly, monthly, and it has to be consistent because if your audience starts to engage and really enjoy your podcast episodes, they're going to look forward to the next episode. So you don't want to let them down. And then the pre-beginning stage is literally make a list of your content, put it in a notebook or type it, whatever is easy for you, but do it in advance and record your episodes in advance. So what's to come on my podcast show? So I will be launching episodes twice a week. And it's so funny because I was speaking to a colleague of mine and she said to me, oh, I guess I'll catch your podcast monthly then, Bella. And I said to her, monthly? No way, girl. You are going to be hearing my podcast twice a week. She said, that's not a podcast channel. She said, she said, that's like laundry a radio station. So who knows, guys, that might be my next dream for the summer. So I will be launching episodes twice a week. In the early side of the week, I will be giving you an exclusive tip every week to grow your business. Because I believe every person, whether you're a business professional, a student, an entrepreneur, a startup, an investor, or you're a graduate or a freshman at college, everybody has the right to improve their skills at networking. And I've been doing this job for a long time, so I might be biased, but I am passionate. And I believe that it's a skill that can be learned. When we were born, we did not have the skill to ride a bike. We did not have the skill to cook. We didn't even have the skill to walk and run. As a baby, how many times do you see babies fall down because they're so desperate trying to walk and they tumble down? It's quite sweet actually. So networking is a skill and this is why I'm so passionate that I overcame my networking skills and became proficient at networking so I teach that to you guys so you will get that exclusive tip from me once a week then the latter end of the week I'm going to bring on somebody from my network an entrepreneur who's got a great story to talk about how they started their business sharing tips on challenges they had achievements and one of the biggest questions I'll ask them If you could choose to have coffee with anybody this year, who would that be? I had somebody say Meghan Markle. One thing I do want to clear up, though, 
the word coffee. Now, guys, I did not invent the word coffee meeting, but my slogan is turn coffee into clients. Now, I have the emphasis that a coffee meeting is where the magic happens to grow your business, build a relationship, to get a yes from the delegate you met at a networking event. Or if you're a job seeker and you're looking for new employment, the coffee meeting is where you can build a relationship and maybe get a job offer. So in essence, what I'm trying to say is at the coffee meeting, I really don't want anybody to think I'm forcing you to drink coffee. You can drink whatever you like at that coffee mill. Herbal tea, peppermint tea, chamomile tea. Man, I love chamomile tea. You can even drink milk. There are some times when I have a coffee meeting, I like to go to a nice bar. And if somebody wants to drink gin and tonic, Hennessy and Coke, I don't mind. Let's just get the networking conversations going. So when you're at that coffee meeting, also allow the other delegate to choose what they like. So coffee meeting is not the word I invented, but turn coffee into clients is very important and a skill you need to master for 2020. So guys, let me know what you thought about this episode sharing some of my personal dreams on launching the podcast show. And I truly hope whatever you're working on for 2020, your dreams can come true. There's just two magical ingredients. You have to have a plan and you have to enforce diligence. You have to work hard. And it is a beautiful feeling when that dream comes true. And it is the magical outcome to what you believed it will be. So guys, check out episode six. I'm going to be interviewing Clayton Coke, a dear gem in my network. He will be talking about how to get your invoices paid. His website is prms.co.limited. And he will be sharing quite a few tips to why there is a lot of debt recovery within business and some tips on how you can avoid not getting your invoices paid. And I would love to hear your feedback. So please don't forget to subscribe, like, and visit the website turncoffeeintoclients.com for more information. And if you're available on Monday the 17th of February, do come along to the podcast launch event. Thank you so much. Thank you.